Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. You've chosen to talk on a subject I don't think we've talked about before, Colin, the subject of reward. Now, this is a much neglected subject in the body of Christ, much misunderstood. Jesus actually talked quite a bit about reward. Uh, And as we look at the scriptures, we're going to see how important it is for us to understand uh, this whole subject of reward. I think the reason why you hear so little about it in the church is that we are so concerned for everybody to realize that salvation is a work of God's grace, not something that we've earned, that we don't like to talk about reward because, of course, reward is what you get for what you have done. Salvation is a gift from God, but reward is the result of what you have done. But both are biblical. And just as Jesus came to be our Savior, so he spoke much about reward. Let me take you into some scriptures to show you what I mean. In the very last book of the Bible, chapter 22 of Revelation, we read about Jesus coming again. And in verse 12, God himself says, the Lord himself says, Behold, I am coming soon. My reward is with me, and I will give to everyone according to what he has done. Now, that is the essence of reward. Jesus says that everyone, every person actually, including every believer, is going to have the reward that is proportionate to what he has done. Salvation is his gift. Reward is the eternal position, place, inheritance that we will enjoy in heaven. Now, it's not just in the last book of Revel, uh, of last chapter of Revelation that we see this. Jesus talked about it uh, to his disciples. Uh, he said. The Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory with his angels, and then he will reward each person according to what he has done. So that's pretty clear, isn't it? Now, because this is the case, it's very important that we are doing the will of God so that we have a good reward. One of the mistakes people make is thinking that in heaven everybody is going to be the same. But Jesus talked about the greatest in the kingdom of heaven and the least in the kingdom of heaven. He nowhere suggests that everybody is going to be the same. And what we do in this life is going to determine the nature of the reward that we have eternally. But there's also reward for the present. For example, in the Sermon on the Mount, uh, Jesus talks about 
the sort of wrong traditional attitudes that people have, and then also about um, the right attitudes that God is wanting. Uh, for example, when talking about giving to the needy, uh, Jesus says this, So when you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets to be honored by men. I tell you the truth, they have, their rece they have received their reward in full. Now, uh, what is Jesus saying? He's saying, if you seek honor and recognition for what you do now, if you want, in other words, the recognition of men, that's the only reward you will get for what you do. But if your motive is to glorify and honor Jesus, then there is going to be an eternal reward. Because he says, the Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And he even says, will reward you openly. What sort of reward are we talking about? Well, that is really uh, up to the Lord. What he is saying is, you see, if you do something to get the acclaim of men, that's the only reward you will get. But if you do something out of the right heart motive, your reward will come from God. Now, God knows what you need. God knows the right way in which to reward you. So it, it's, it's the same. He says, uh, when we pray that we're to go into the room uh, our chamber or bedroom or wherever by ourselves and meet with our Heavenly Father, pray to Him who sees what is done in secret. And He who sees what is done in secret will openly reward you. So there, I think, obviously, uh, the reward is going to be the answer to your prayer. When he's talking about fasting, he says, when you fast, do not look somber as the hypocrites do, for they disfigure their faces to show men they are fasting. I tell you the truth, they have received their reward in full. All they want, you see, is recognition from people. But then Jesus continues, but when you fast, put oil on your head and wash your face so that it will not be obvious to men that you are fasting, but only to your Father who is unseen, and your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Now, we keep getting this phrase that the Father who sees what is done in secret. In other words, he determines the heart and the motives of everybody. And he rewards us according to, to the way in which we have done things out of the right motive. We've, we've wanted to glorify God. We've wanted to obey him. We've wanted to please him. We're not seeking recognition and position for ourselves because if we do, that's the only reward we will get. But if we really are intent on fulfilling the will of God, then there's going to be a great reward. So what does all this really boil down to? Well, obedience brings its reward.
when we obey the will of God, there is reward from God. Now remember, this has got nothing to do with salvation. Salvation is God's gift to you because you have believed in what Jesus Christ did for you on the cross. That salvation is a process. When you first committed your life to Jesus Christ and were born again, that whole process of salvation began in your life. Now, you are continuing to be saved. You are working out your salvation with fear and trembling. The way you do that will be dependent upon how obedient you are to the Lord and how obedient you are to his will and purpose for you is going to have a significant difference to your life now, but it's also going to have a significant difference in the future, your eternal reward. So uh, Paul, of course, was well aware of this. And when he is writing to the Colossians, uh, he says this, whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as working for the Lord, not for men, since you know that you will receive an inheritance from the Lord as a reward. So he's not talking there about salvation because that is a gift, it's not a reward. He's talking about the way in which you have worked for the Lord, the way in which you have been motivated not to work for men, not to work as men pleases, not to seek recognition for yourself, but in order to please and honor the Lord by obedience to him. And, and Paul continues, it is the Lord Christ you are serving. But then he goes on to say, anyone who does wrong will be repaid for his wrong. And there is no favoritism. In other words, obedience to God is going to bring a good reward. But disobedience will also bring a negative reward. You could say that the reward for disobedience is that you miss the wonderful inheritance that God wants you to have in heaven. That, you know, he wants the very best for you. He, he actually wants you to have a great reward. Uh, and Jesus made no bones about the fact that if we're going to be obedient to him, then, then there is going to be uh, persecution, there is going to be opposition, there are going to be difficulties. So he said, blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. So you see, there is reward, but there is great reward. And the more cost that we have to face in being faithful and obedient to the Lord during our time here on earth, the more that cost we face, then the greater the reward. You can never outdo God. He's, he's always going to want to bless us for whatever obedience we show to him. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. 